so excited tonight to be talking uh, with somebody that I have admired your music. I have followed your career. I have played your songs. Pat Monahan, lead singer from Train. Welcome to the Delilah Show. Thank you, Delilah. Thank you for having me to your beautiful show that I listen to often and I love your same song. <laughs> I was so excited. I have a producer named Peter who's been with me, uh, Pat, almost as long as Train has been around. And we call oh. him uh, behind his back. Well, we call it to his, his face, too, Snippy Peter, because Peter is almost like a TV character in that he is this sort of sardonic, always has a sarcastic comment to everything you know he's he's got this i think i like him you would love him he's got this wicked dry sense of humor yeah where is he from you know because there's there's like three areas that is the wickedest so it's uh new england pennsylvania and new jersey well, he, he would fit very, very, very well in Jersey, but he's actually from Bellevue, believe it or not. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> he's your next door neighbor. But Wow, that's so funny. He discovered your video, play that song before, I think before it was maybe released. I don't know if he's oh, got an wow. in with somebody at iHeart, but he oh, sent cool. me a copy and he's like, oh my gosh, this is the best song that I have heard in years. Oh, and that's so nice. For somebody as sardonic and snippy as Peter to yeah. to forward that to me, and I'm like, I was expecting him to be a smarty pants, you know. And so I right, clicked right. on it, and I, I watched it, and I watched it again, and I watched it again. And I don't oh, know if cool. it's, it's just because it's got that old-fashioned vibe to it or if it's because it's got the call letters of the radio station. I don't know what, what you know, inspired Peter, but I love it. I, I love well, the song, well, but man, I love the video. Oh, thanks. It, it just is such a happy song that we had to make an equally happy video for it, which is uh, the director just had an idea of basically doing what happened in a movie called 500 Days of Summer, where this guy falls in love, he walks out of his house, and then everywhere he goes, he's just like a magnet to greatness. And so it, we just kind of played on that. And right now we need happy, Pat. I, mean, I, I love happy. <laughs> right now we really, really need happy in our world. We really need happy. Every night I come into the studio and I purposefully do not watch or read any news before I go on the air. Because yeah, I'm I, with you. I want to be happy and I want to share joy and I want to share, you know, goodness. And it's hard when you're just being inundated with negativity. It really is a, a tough time for that, and I, uh, I'm hoping that it shifts soon. Like, I have a, a, a couple of doctors in my li- life that practice, like, alternative medicine, and they believe that this is a humongous shift in the universe, that uh, it's a cleansing time. It doesn't feel like it right now, but they are uh, convinced that this is a time of cleansing and that it hurts to cleanse at first, so we'll see if they're right. Well, there's there is a theory that it's not a theory. It's it's truth that when you want pure gold, if you want to have a necklace or a wedding band or something made of pure gold in order to get the dross or the metals out that aren't gold, Mm. it it has to go through the fire. Right. There's only one way to burn out the dross, and that's to burn out the dross. Yeah. 
Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if this fire is going to bring out pure gold. But, man, it's so nice to have happy music and happy songs yeah. to kind of be oh, the balm. I love to be a part of it. You know, little kids love play that song a lot, and which is great about having little kids. I have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. So when I write music, I always bring it home for them. And their reaction means a lot to uh, if I'll use it or not. And so that was one of uh, several songs on this album that they really responded to. And they were right because uh, little kids around the, the, the world really respond to it. So you've got your own little mini testing ground right there in your house. You're <laughs> yeah. like, OK, kids, dad's about to go on yeah. tour. How does how do you feel about this one? That's right. They're like my small uh, record company. You know, I've never been a famous guy, and a lot of people don't even know the name Train as a band, but they know the songs. And so I have famous songs, and I think that's a pretty great life. Uh, I can go where I'd like to go in my whole life and take my kids to the grocery store. And uh, and when people hear Marry Me or Drops of Jupiter or Hey Soul Sister, those songs mean something to them, and that's a, that's a great gift that I've been given. That is a great gift, and of all the people that I have interviewed on this show through the years, I think you might be the first one that acknowledged what a gift that is. There, you know, there are a lot of other artists who put the music before themselves. Um, mm. You know, I think about Sheryl Crow and so many people that I've interviewed that are very, very humble, humble mm. people. Um, yeah, that that do. Well, put their music, they're not out there being a show-off, being, you know, it's all about me. It's about the music. But I think you're the first one that's ever articulated what a gift that is, and I appreciate that. Well, you know, I have six brothers and sisters, and they, for some reason, they can't perform and sing and write songs. And so I don't know why, but uh, I've been given that ability, and so I have to respect it as a... Uh, as much as my parents would have wanted me to, because uh, it's it's a gift that my siblings wish they had and probably many other people, so I have to respect it uh, at all times. Well, I, I truly wish I had it, but I, I was probably in my 30s or 40s before I realized why I didn't, because I would not <laughs> have been like you. I, I, was, oh. I was born with the show-off gene, and... Oh. Well, and so God had to counter that by not giving me any talent. <laughs> <laughs> that is an amazing thing that you just said. That's hilarious. Because uh, if well, I had, a, Pat, if I had one, you are talented. If I had one smidgen, one one iota, one teeny tiny little smidgen of musical ability, if I could play a single instrument, if I could keep a beat on a drum. If I could play the the piccolo, if I could have played the triangle well, I would have been, you know, one of those those stars that's up grinding on stage trying to take all the attention. No, I do that too, though. No, you don't. Just, you, you really that's don't. Part of it. You're a great performer. You are a fabulous performer. I've seen you, I don't know that's how right. many times and how many shows, but you never... Um, you, you're just not a jerk like I would have been. 
it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. You're not a jerk. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> Your shows many are of always my friends would disagree with you at this point. Really? Okay, tell uh, me, Pat Monahan from lead singer from Train. What's the jerkiest thing that you can talk about on the radio? Given that your kids will probably listen to this, what's the jerkiest thing you've ever done? Well, I have learned how to be a, a jerk from my older brother Jackie. He's the king and jerk. He, he he would, but hilarious. Like I'm, I'm just always trying to be funny, not not really a jerk. But he, when I was five, he he was like. 16, maybe he was 18, and he came home from college, and he just said, hey, you know, mom doesn't want you anymore. <laughs> and, 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 uh, so I'm, I'm five, and I said, yes, yeah, she does. And he says, no, go ask her. So she's in the kitchen making dinner, and I go, mom, do you want me? And she thought I said, meant, you know, did you call for me? And she goes, no, honey, I don't want you. <laughs> and so I, gra- <laughs> I grabbed my bike, and I I moved out of the house, so he had to come and get me because my mom was super upset about it, and so he was running after me, but he could hardly even get to me because he was laughing so hard. So I got that gene, and I try to pass it on to uh, to the younger people in my life. And Oh, good for I'm you. There. Good for them. You, your family, from what I've gathered and gleaned following you through the years, uh, being a big Irish family, my producer, Janie, who's been my producer for almost 30 years, is one of seven children as well from a big Irish family from Boston. Yeah. And yep, same thing, right. same same jerky gene runs in their family. And in the same way, she's yep. passed it on. And I, I won't say this is her story because she's the one that's going to produce the show. But I will tell you that somebody <laughs> who grew up in that area, in that family... May or may not have fixed her younger brother a sandwich one time and told him oh. it was crunchy peanut butter. Oh, no. When really it was dog dog kibbles. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, isn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this crunchy peanut butter is something I'm going to stay away from in the future. Wow, that sounds, uh, well, you know, we used comedy to survive. And so, you know, I, I think that's what most most comedians would say as well. Uh, I love, love, love being around fun people and funny people. And I am one of the biggest jerks you will ever meet when it comes to practical <laughs> jokes, which are neither practical nor funny part of the time. But I love pulling them anyway. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so you're going to start touring when? In May? Yeah, I think our first date is May 13th uh, in Las Vegas. And how many cities do you think you'll be visiting during the tour? Well, you know, I think there's about 50. Whoa! And so, yeah, I know. It's uh, it's a long one, but it, we make it a lot of fun. Family going with or staying at home? Well, a little bit of both. So we do start on the 12th in Las Vegas, and then we go to Los Angeles on the 13th, and... Uh, so my, my family will come out for the beginning of that, and then they'll go finish school. My little kids will go back to school, and uh, then they'll come back out at the, the, the end of the run when we're back on the, the West Coast, like Salt Lake City and uh, in all the Bay Area and, and, and everything like that. And where can folks get uh, information so they can start getting tickets now for train, on tour, all summer long, 50 cities? 
Yeah, you could go to SaveMeSanFrancisco.com and uh, find out everything that you'd want to about tickets. And uh, we're out with Natasha Bedingfield and some friends of ours, a band called OAR. And I'm sure you've played some of OAR and Natasha's music in the past. So it'll be a, a really fun night for everybody who comes out. With me tonight is Pat Monahan, the train lead singer. Uh, new song out, play that song. New album out, A Girl, A Bottle, A Boat. A fabulous, fabulous listen. And Pat, thank you for spending time with us. Yeah, thank you. I hope that everyone uh, feels like they are holding a glass of wine on a boat somewhere in a beautiful lake when you listen to the album that was the goal. Well, I'm sure that uh, they will feel either that or when I play play that song, they're going to feel like going and dancing in a fountain. I love that, too. <laughs> Pat, thank you. God bless you. All right. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Slow down and love someone with Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.